Billy, I think that cockroach was sent by God to make sure you don't participate in any immoral activities. Douglas Lim and Juanita, the podcast. So I don't know if you know this, but Qatar is doing like this whole green attempt. Okay. They recently had one million trees planted in October, beating like a world record. Wow. Yeah. So nice of them, lah. Right, because they are already so rich and stuff like that. So to yeah. promote sustainability is good, lah. But like to promote the environment a bit, lah. Yeah, that's true. So they're trying to reduce carbon emissions as well, which is why Malaysia shipped out 3,600 giant trees to Qatar. They took trees from us. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they're like, oh, because they just planted one million trees, right? Right. So I can imagine they're like, okay, we need, we kind of need more. What trees. trees did we send them? Did they say like, we, did we send them durian trees or something like that? I have no idea. They just said giant trees. Oh, I didn't realize we had a surplus of giant trees in Malaysia. <laughs> like we were overflowing with trees and <laughs> stuff. You got a lot of rainforest, lah. I guess. Okay. Well, well done. Uh, good <laughs> luck on uh, on our Malaysian trees. <laughs> uh, there was no big send off. Uh. Usually, when the Malaysians, you know, they go somewhere, there's a big send off. There was no send off for these trees. Who knows? Is anyone taking care of our Malaysian trees? <laughs> That's why they're, they're in a foreign land. After they scared, they culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> these, these trees go there for the first time. They're like, wait, panas though. <laughs> 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 Like aku ingat Malaysia panas This is this different type of hot right Because Malaysia is humid Yeah that's desert kind Malaysia of hot is, yeah, they, We are humid hot Qatar is humus hot <laughs> Sorry uh, bad. It's it's not, like bad Like hummus <laughs> Hummus humus. I said what humus Humus uh. <laughs> No uh, What if Oh my goodness What if the whole exercise uh, Wanita Was a giant misunderstanding Like how <laughs> Like what if the person in charge right Actually didn't know we were sending trees to Qatar. Because uh-huh. what, what he heard was like, the, the guy came, boss, this tree cut, huh? And he goes, ah, okay. This one is all cut, huh? Ah, okay. <laughs> so he thought they were just chopping the trees. Then he realized we were sending them overseas. Oh my God, Douglas. Fly FM. So we're talking about overbearing parents. What is your story? Okay, when I was in primary school, they were like, okay, you finish up your PMR and then you can choose whichever alira you want. Mm. Nope. It did, when I got my straight A's, I wanted to go to like you know culinary, uh, that kind of field. Okay. But I know I ended up taking um, pure science. And then um, after uh, you know um, there's like the form four, form five, then SPM, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, just do what for SPM, and then university you can do. Uh, you can just you know you can go out from the house. The and same promises over and over uh-huh. again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I, I, I eventually took IT. That was my decision. But then they wanted me to go somewhere in engineering. And I'm like, no. Um, and they want it. And then when I got to uni, uh-huh. they were like, oh, graduate uh, faster. And after that, you can go you can go from, mm. from the house. And um, you can uh, take whatever job you want. I'm currently graduated. And they're like, no, go take government. What? Are you still staying? Yeah. Are you still staying with them? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, the problem with Asian parents uh, is they keep moving the goalposts. One, you know, Juanita. Yeah, like after PMR, then you can do this. Ah, yeah, so yeah, not PMR anymore, after, but after, after SPM. After SPM, yeah. So after if, if parents were in charge of football matches, uh, uh-huh. the goalposts would be in the badminton court. <laughs> Fly FM. So are you doing anything for Christmas, New Year's? Are you going anywhere? Oh yeah, I wish I could because I got friends who are having holidays overseas and stuff like that but usually Christmas New Year my schedule is kind of packed uh, getting a lot of inquiries now for the oh, wow. Christmas shows and the New Year shows because last year was yeah. last year was uh, you know, a lockdown and <laughs> stuff right. like that so yeah getting the inquiries now so uh, it's great for me because usually my price goes up by like 300% during this what? period what? <laughs> yeah, 
it's it's not I'm not greedy ya yeah. just want to say this is basic economics when the demand is very high the prices go up lah so it's, I I increase oh. by about three times yeah On that note, <laughs> <laughs> why why suddenly so sinister your tone? Because I was reading this article. Um, Alena Murang, oh, she's yeah. a Sarawakian musician and yeah, singer, yeah. right? Beautiful, super talented. Mm. But she was calling out like a lot of airlines as well as the Sarawak Transport Minister mm-hmm. because she's Sarawakian, right? So apparently, the flights going to Sarawak on Christmas and New Year's have increased. A lot, like early December, it was 250 ringgit, okay. and then on Christmas is 1,005. For the week before Christmas is 1,005. That is a lot, a lot. That is It's mental. Yeah. How can you simply raise prices exponentially, especially during the festive period when a lot of people are flying back to Sarawak? Excuse me. Huh? You sound like a hippopotamus hypocrite right now. Okay. <laughs> you nicely raise your prices, and then you're saying, "Oh, how can airlines raise their prices? Okay. This is economy, Douglas. <laughs> This is how." How inflation works? No, okay, very different. Me and airlines very different because you see, <laughs> but, hey, listen, very different. Why? Because, uh, see, for me, yes, I know Christmas New Year I raise my prices, but the rest of the year I make people laugh for free. Hey, yo, what? Hey, so you're telling me you won't raise your prices? <laughs> well, now that I have the idea from you, ah, I absolutely. You am. Capitalist <laughs> hypocrite. Fly FM. So I heard you had some rat drama on your. House. Oh yes, yes. Teresa yes. messaged me yesterday. Your helper. Oh yes, ah, Teresa messaged you. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't have your number. <laughs> no. What happened was this. I was at home and then I usually drink this thing called apple cider vinegar. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah, it's really good. Yes, apple cleansing. cider vinegar with the model. <laughs> <laughs> So and I finished it, you know, the bottle finished. So I was asked my helper Charissa. I said, "Hey, do we have any more apple cider vinegar?" Yeah. So she was like, uh, "Check the drawer, lah." Yeah. So I opened the drawer. There was a rat <laughs> in, the, oh in the drawer. I slammed it, shut, screamed, and jumped on a chair. Right? <laughs> no, because you must understand, I wasn't expecting a rat there. Like I go to Bangsao, you go to like this uh, roadside stalls, alright? Yeah. The longkang got rat. I'm okay, lah. I can see the rat there. It's meant to be there. Yeah. It's not meant to be in a drawer, you know. And like, although I'm martial arts trained, <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, we are trained for different things, right? I mean, I am brave. If someone tries to attack my leg, I've got a lower section block, or attack my <laughs> midsection, I've got an inner forearm block. I've got all that, nope. but no martial arts trains you for being bitten in the toe. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, I don't know why you're laughing. You're very brave, is it? With rats, what have you ever experienced like encounter with a rat? Yeah, about my ex-boyfriend. Not that type of rat. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Not rats lah. I think like I mean, if we're talking about household pests, yeah. Then a lizard maybe like in Thailand once. Um, I walked into this guest house that we were staying in, mm. and there was a wooden clock right hanging on the a wall. A wooden what? Sorry. Clock. 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 Okay, I heard something. <laughs> um, and then there was like this big ornamental lizard on it. On it. Okay. Right. So I was like, okay, we, my, me, my sister, my mom just looked at the clock. Like, was this there before? We didn't notice this. You What, know, the, the ornament or the the, the lizard. The ornamental lizard oh, on the clock, right? No, no. So we were staring at it. Suddenly, the fellow moved, <laughs> and we freaked out. And this is big, yeah, like as big as your forearm. This oh, lizard, man, you were not expecting the lizard there at all. <laughs> no, not at all. We freaked out. I've ran, heard of a cuckoo screamed. clock. I've never heard of a lizard clock uh-huh. before, right? And because this, this is common, right? In Thailand, the geckos where they go like, ah, ow, ah, ow. <laughs> I have no idea. Fly <laughs> F M. 
So Douglas found a rat in his house recently. I've encountered this gigantic lizard which freaked me out, which is why we're asking you, have you ever had an unexpected encounter with household pests? Hey, Billy. Hey, guys. Hey, Nita. Hey, Doug. Yo, you have a story first about like yes. uh, pests surprising you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I was, it all starts, uh, I was with a lady friend. Mm. And I was We were trying to be more than friends If you catch oh. my drift do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> So like where, so, where were you? Were you in the car? You so were, we were We were in my living room okay. And we were on the couch You know We were You know We kept our distance at first We were watching a movie And then you know lah the movie, we're watching some rom-com, we get closer and closer, right. you know, I, and then I felt like a, like, a, like a tickling on my leg, so okay. I'm like, oh, okay, she, she uh, reciprocates. These are encouraging signs from the lady are, friend. Yes, yes, she made the first move, which is great, I'm always bad at making the first move, so I felt my leg being touched, so I'm like, oh, okay, and then you know, I put my hand on her shoulder, and then we're getting closer and closer. And just about, you know, our faces were about to, you know, meet. Yeah. I realized uh, it was not her who was touching my leg. It was a cockroach in my couch. Oh, no. So nasty. But did you stay in that position? Did you freak out? Like, what happened? Uh, we freaked out. We jumped off the couch, turned off the movies, turned on the lights. We 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 took a shower. We yeah, we did everything. It was so gross. You it know was, what? It ruined it. Wait. You know, Billy. I think that cockroach was sent by God to make sure you don't participate in any immoral activities. Well, uh, it worked because she has never called me back since. <laughs> Fly FM. Douglas found a rat in his drawer recently and I've had a massive encounter with a massive lizard which freaked me out, which is why we're asking you, what is your encounter with household pests? Tracy. Hi, guys. Okay, so um, I am someone who's like deathly afraid of like lizards in particular. Like I just find them like gross and like slimy and like just disgusting. To Tracy, look at. Tracy, just let me clarify. When you say lizards, you're talking about the household chicha, right? Am I correct? Yes, chicha. Okay, okay. <laughs> so um, already, like if I see them in my house, I'll just like immediately run away and let whoever <laughs> sees it to deal with it okay so i was driving my friend and i and we're going for dinner okay and then suddenly i see like this thing crawling up against the windshield and i'm just like oh my god it's wait, a lizard. Uh, wait was it inside or outside thank god it was outside okay was inside i would have definitely crashed the car <laughs> <laughs> so um i tried to like um use my windshield uh, windshield wiper to okay. like get it off that is so but, mean no, actually I'm so sorry <laughs> but but the thing is right when I tried to like swipe it off with the wipers the lizard got stuck against the windshield wiper so it was like trapped and like struggling against like the you know oh the, my, the car oh my and, god and it was worse because like if it was just like crawling it probably would have like, crawled away so I technically made it worse so my friend and I were like screaming about it and we had to like park to the side of the road and had to like continue swiping the windshield wipers and in the end like it got squished and oh. I think it died and then it got flung away. Oh my god, why did you use your windscreen? Why didn't you just leave it there? No, but she's afraid. Like what else could she use? The, like, you squirt water so they won't go away. What? No. Ooh. 
But now yeah, I honestly yeah. panicked. Yeah, no, I'm um, now. I mean, I don't know, man. Whether or not the uh, Chicha community will now that they found out what you did, uh, <laughs> make a police report against you for battery. <laughs> uh, okay, Peter, don't come for me. <laughs> Fly FM. So I can imagine a lot of interesting or dramatic things happen in Port Dickson. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have thought you would say that. Like, Port Dickson is always a very idyllic kind of space, like right? a lepa place. Super zen. Mm. Nothing happens in Port Dickson. No crime yeah. until <laughs> a biker gang apparently stops traffic for the whole biker troop to move. And it was like a red light. Okay. okay. So now the police are on the hunt. For the person who stopped traffic There was a person Like a marshal is it? Yeah yeah So this person pretended to be Like a marshal okay? <laughs> Nice Yellow fluorescent jacket Standing okay. in front of the traffic He looked line. legit la, That means He looked legit And he stopped traffic So that his friends could like Pass by on a biker yes, gang Yes exactly Okay Well I mean At least it's better than the rumpets For me like the rumpets right There's no marshal There's no one stopping traffic They just go When I'm driving right Although I drive a fairly big car When I hear rumpets I get scared I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't know what it can do, and in Penang apparently it's so it's a big problem there in mm-hmm. Penang. Like I've driven down roads where you see cars you turning because in front there's a gang of uh, like rumpets. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it can be quite scary, lah. Right. But biker gangs, I guess, are, are different, right? They, they, yeah. they are. They, I think they are older. The bikes are bigger. Yes. And uh, this one got martial law, although it's a fake martial. It's a fake martial. <laughs> it's a fake martial, lah. This guy, yeah. I didn't realize they had jobs. <laughs> like they had, they had responsibilities in a biker gang, like. Today like Okay today riding You are Marshall Okay you are Sweeper Okay you get coffee <laughs> You play the music like, Maybe there's one guy With a speaker <laughs> Just playing music There is actually A guy with a speaker Like my brother And my dad Is part of a biker troop With proper marshals Like trade marshals They carry a speaker around And then they'll be Like you know Cross country Merentas desa With big speaker Blasting Tamil music <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah what kind of weird family do you have? <laughs> We're not weird. This is quite normal. It is, it is super weird when you say your father and your brother are in a biker gang. Yeah, with big Harleys. So then your mother and your sister in some Tupperware gang, is it? Like, what's, <laughs> look, can I can I talk to your dad or your brother, like one of them, to, to shed light on this thing? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, can we'll call my dad next on 5FM. Fly FM. So this biker troop in Port Dixon got in trouble because one of the bikers got in front of traffic at a red light, stopped traffic and let his entire biker troop pass. Yeah, and so I heard that Juanita's father is also in a biker <laughs> gang and I have him on the phone right now. Uncle, what I want to know is this, right? Uh, based on yeah. this story that we've read, uh, the police are looking for one of these uh, you know, riders because he was in charge of stopping traffic. He would like ride ahead, stop traffic so the entire group of motorcycles can go through. So in a riding group, since you want to call it yeah. a gang, that's fine. In a riding group, do you guys have jobs? Yeah, I mean, there, there are those who have been approved by even DDRM as marshals. Huh? Wow. Oh. Really? So, yeah. So, so they are approved marshals. Yeah, they are approved marshals. Unfortunately, many of the riders, riding group that go, they don't have marshals. And these guys try to stop the traffic, which is really wrong. How many bikers are in your gang? In your group, sorry. <laughs> I'm not in a gang. Okay, okay, okay. Your biking okay. group. How many right. of you? I think about uh, 18 to 20 of us. Uh, just now you said something that interested me, actually. You said the official yeah. marshals. How do they become an official marshal? They, do they, they need to take a test? Special, 
Yes, yes. They go for special training and then eventually they have to go for like three weeks or so with the police force. You know, they, I mean, they go to the police area there and do the testing and everything. Then they are given the marshal's jacket and the marshal's, you know, badge kind of thing. And there's a card that says that they are marshals. Oh, I see. Okay. So, final final question here. I just want to know. Uh, is there any rivalry between motorcycle groups? Or do you see, like, a look with disdain when you see the bunch of rumpits coming along? Actually, uh, there's much respect from rumpits to big bikers. So, usually... Convoy bikers, they stop, they, when they stop, they will meet Mudrum Pits there and all that. And very good uh, relationship, like, in the sense that they, these smaller guys respect. And they don't, and, and no no problem with the Mudrum Pits. Wow. No problem at all. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pa. All right. That has, be, that has to be the politest gang member I've ever spoken to, Anita. It's not a gang. <laughs> Moving on to Apet Lagu Ini, we have 100 ringgit and Apet on the phone. Good morning, Apet. Hello, Lelio. How are you today? Hello, Apet agak mischievous. Mischievous? Wow, ah. that's a big word for you, Apet. Yeah, baru belajar, baru belajar. Sebab semalam ada orang jawab itu betul punya. So, hari ini punya lagu ah, Wah, kasih susah-susah Sebab hari ini Mysterious ah. <laughs> Ayo, okay, okay Let's go Okay, dia punya lagu ah, Lilik ya Ini untuk jantan Yang ada speaker besar Baju bawah Datuk dengan peti sejuk Aras <laughs> Good luck ah, bye-bye Fly FM So, yesterday I got Paranoid lah I went through my My Sejahtera mm-hmm. app And I checked out Of all the places That I haven't checked out from Why? Because you know Usually you check into places You yeah, also yeah. have to check out No but why were you Paranoid all of a sudden? Oh right Because This lady <laughs> um, She was not allowed To board the flight And she completely Missed her her family holiday Because she didn't Check out of the places That she was You know She oh, checked no. in at So this particular place From two weeks ago <sighs> Um, had a COVID case And then she was so listed close As contact. close contact Oh gone exactly. Gone Gone So the whole Then what happened the, She couldn't the, She couldn't, she couldn't join the, flight. the family on, on the holiday No Surely they can tell It's a mistake right I mean like, how, Why would she be In whatever place she was For two weeks Like that's not her house <laughs> <laughs> Why would you be In a place for two weeks Clearly She forgot to check out Yeah It's still a technology And now again mm-hmm. I'm not being Is it ages Is that such a word Ages Ages like uh, Like prejudice Against older people I've seen a lot of uh, Older people Yeah And they actually Do not know What to do With the app A lot mm. of them Still prefer Writing down The details in a book Takkan lah Like like book 555 Like that You hey, write a down lot All of the them still prefer, they, A lot of them Still prefer to write Because they don't Know what to do A lot of them Are having smartphones For the first time Right So they're using All these smartphones That the mm. kids Bought for them Because they need To have the MySchatter app And I understand right. It's a pandemic You need to Contact trace And all that We are understand that like why can't the my sejahtera app mm-hmm. remind them if you've seen someone haven't checked out for four days five days <laughs> obviously something is wrong send la a reminder like you can send a formal one like sir or madam i see you haven't checked out or you can choose a more like lepa local malaysian reminder yeah like they'll be like eh lama sangat tu berak ke <laughs> <laughs> 
Fly FM. So this Machi wasn't allowed to board a plane for her family holiday after forgetting to check out from a place that listed her as casual contact. I mean, I'll be honest. Even I forget to check out of places. Yeah, actually, I'm also checking out from a bunch of places now. Thanks, Juanita. <laughs> Do you have relatives that have had technology problems, Albert? Yeah, so my mom. You know, technology has already like uh, evolutionized. You know, it was already hard for her to go from a land. Line to using a cell phone to using SMS and oh, SMS. Yeah. We had to teach her how to use WhatsApp. You know WhatsApp. Then she was like, "Why got pictures coming in? Why is there music coming in? Why is there <laughs> videos? What is all these things?" So that just, was just just checking, just checking, Albert. Uh, the, does your mom still prefer calling you and talking as opposed to sending messages? Actually, she's gotten a bit better oh. now. She sends us the WhatsApp messages. We know with all the. The, the short form ways of talking, you know, how right. all this using the letter eight and, you know, putting words together. Half the time we have to call her back and go, Mom, what were you trying to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but then now, so we went to WhatsApp. So now she's got a handle of WhatsApp. It's pretty good. But now, you know, we have the video calls and all that. And mm. every single time I call her, this always happens. I never thought I would know how much ear has my mother has in my life because every single time I call her on a video call the first thing I see is her ears she still doesn't realize that you're supposed to look at the oh phone she gosh. puts it up to yeah. her ear yeah then she'll be like I can hear you I can hear you son I can hear you and I'm like mom can you see me see you see you how how, how are you going to see me and you're like telling her look at the phone look at the phone then you see eyeballs <laughs> too close Mother too, too close. close Too close Stand back mom Stand back How to stand back Oh there you are Then you know When you video call You can see Oh you're at home Oh, oh you're out You know it is, It's always an amusement To her when we call Even though we've done it A few times It's always amusement For her to go Oh you're here now You're here now So I don't know what The next evolution Of communication By a cell phone Is going to be But you know I'm not looking forward To it right now lah. Cools man But at least your mom has like gone from like you know landlines to SMS to yeah. video calls. She tries. Yeah, I still have like my old auntie relative who who sends me MMS. You remember that? No way. Yeah, man, ridiculous. <laughs> Fly FM. So as much she wasn't allowed to board a plane for her family holiday after forgetting to check out from a place that listed her as a casual contact. Do you have relatives that have had technology problems such as these? Gurmit. Yes, hi, I'm Gurmit. Hello, Gurmit. <laughs> What's your story, bro? And, uh, uh, my mom, she's very technologically challenged. Okay. Mm-hmm. How old is she? 55. Okay. Not, that's not too that's old uh, but, Okay, uh, why, why do you say she's technologically challenged? Uh, my mom is a really smart person You know, she just refuses to learn Okay and, uh, One of those But guys. I taught her how to do, do screen sharing Screen, screen sharing, sharing like, uh, like screen mirroring? Like yeah, cast, yeah, yeah Like casting Okay, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry your, your mom is 55 I am a much younger Even I don't know what this is What is, what is this screen <laughs> sharing on. thing? What? No, what, like computer <laughs> to computer or what? You mirror your phone to your TV Mm-hmm so your TV looks um, like your phone. Yes, Douglas, you can mirror anything. <laughs> so your your whatever's on your phone can go to the TV. If your TV is a smart device, you oh. can cast anything so you from can, your like, mirror or your laptop to the television. So you don't have to, have to watch your your YouTube and stuff like that on your small phone. Like you can watch it on the TV. Yes. Oh, you got TV? How you use so uh, gourmet? But anyway, back to your mother. <laughs> and so she she does that, but she will now um, mirror it to the wrong TV, and I'm in my room. And and she she turns on I'm I'm watching Netflix and now suddenly 
I'm watching some Hindi dramas. Oh no! <laughs> hey, you're lucky it's Hindi dramas, isn't it? What if you was watching something else? Hey, don't be inappropriate, Douglas. <laughs> okay, moving swiftly forward. 2.5 million Malaysians just did something awesome. I'm gonna tell you that story next to Fly FM. Fly FM. So well done la, to all the Malaysians because what happened? Not all la. Well, 2.5 adolescents now fully vaccinated apparently. Wow. Uh, yeah, as of 21st of November, that's 82.3 percent. That's a really high number, and they go yeah. there in a short time as well, man. Exactly right. This is so good la. You know, I I know we started very slow uh, compared with other countries mm-hmm. in terms of vaccination, but yeah. I think our vaccination rate is pretty high. I think we're in the top 10 countries. Ah, that have been vaccinated right. And now that our kids Are getting vaccinated too Is this going to make it uh, Generally a safer place to be yeah. Everyone can I'm not saying that we let our guard down mm-hmm. But everyone can rest Slightly more assuredly Yeah And I think <laughs> Because of that Malaysia can open right To tourists yes, yes, as well Yes that, that, is, that, is, that is true mm-hmm. And if anyone Is still not quite sure What this statement is mm-hmm. Let me be very very clear Alright Let me dumb it down now In a sense Guys If kids Kids uh, can understand the importance of vaccination and hygiene. <laughs> hey, adults, shame on you, la, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to say unvaccinated, go get vaccinated. Yes. But honestly, even like the kids that I live with, my sister's kids, mm-hmm. they're three years old and four years old. When I come home from a place, they run to me wanting mm-hmm. to hug and then they, they stop and they go, oh, you got to shower first? You have to shower first and get clean <laughs> you see? before giving a hug? You see, okay, a bit militant. <laughs> but no lah When my yes. sister's not there Not looking I give them a hug anyway You are such a <laughs> You are such a dirty auntie I, I bet you they'll tell their parents Eh hey, auntie Wanita you never bathe And then go and hug Go and touch me <laughs> no, I, I don't lah I mean I understand The importance of hygiene And like you know Sanitizing and stuff like that yep. But uh, A bit A bit mafan <laughs> Troublesome to shower, to shower. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, Before I enter the house I will spray myself With the sanitizer that doesn't work, Douglas. Why you say things like that? So the, the can clearly says it works for 99.9999% <laughs> of all germs. Hey, don't laugh. When I walk, you can hear tiny screams of death from all the germs that I've murdered around me. They're like, I'm dying. Fly FM. So a 40-year-old man in India... Right, mm-hmm. He was hit by a speeding bike Declared dead No heartbeat Nothing He was kept in the freezer For 7 hours Kept in the freezer Kept in the freezer For 7 hours For, for post-mortem In the, in the mortuary in la, the Not mortuary. in someone's <laughs> it, it, The way you talk la, like, As if they went to some kopitiam And then they put him in the freezer Why would anybody's brain Think like Oh dead body Kept in freezer huh No because you say He was knocked by a motorbike So I'm thinking in the street He got knocked no by la. a motorbike So they no, kept no, him no, in no. the freezer Okay never mind no, no, So no. he was kept in the freezer And then Yeah in the mortuary mm. And uh um, then his sister-in-law came to identify the body. Yo. Saw movements, but then the guy came back to life. <laughs> that news hit you like a truck, right? Oh, yo, not just a truck, like a motorbike <laughs> and a truck and a train. No, but how did they not find out that he was actually still alive? Like, his heart actually stopped or something? His heart actually stopped. He was declared dead. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not saying that it's negligence or whatever, because you know it's he, prob- he was died. It's probably negligence, lah. I think they couldn't find a heartbeat because the doctor maybe was just like a half past six doctor. Like, <laughs> he, like he checked oh, where he checked his pulse. Where you checked his kneecap. Of course, you wouldn't find a pulse, lah. <laughs> no, but the, but the other uh, possibility is Juanita. Uh-huh. What if Cheng 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 is actually a vampire? A vampire. <laughs> I say vampire. <laughs> 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 He's actually a vampire. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think we should check, right? We should send a letter yeah. to the people in India here and say, like, I think, guys, I think you better check. Maybe he's actually a vampire because uh-huh. we know that vampires are afraid of garlic. Okay. Right. So just invite him out, lah. Go like, hey, bro, have some garlic naan. <laughs> you see, it not. Ah, uh, if he eats, we're like, okay, namai. He passed the first test. He's he's one of those like very strong vampires. Right. Then you give him, bro, drink this holy water, lassi, and try lah. If he <laughs> if he can drink, oh, well, so he's very good. Then the last test, right? Yeah. Is you go and sprinkle some pepper in his nose. Yeah. Because then he will sneeze. Ma, hachu. Then you say, God bless you. And then see, he scream like. Ah! Ah, that means aha, you are a vampire. Either that or he has COVID. <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.